That was some of the sound from the Tahora show at the opening night concert at Liberation 75, a Canadian Holocaust education conference that launched Tuesday. It was supposed to be held in person a year ago, but the COVID pandemic forced organizers to put it off and do it digitally. The theme is, how will we keep the Holocaust relevant when there are no survivors left to tell their stories? And indeed, some Canadian Jewish Holocaust survivors did die of COVID in the past year, although we don't have an exact number. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. Welcome to this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Coming up, we'll hear about a project that's documenting the lives of the 24,000-plus Canadians lost to COVID so far, including Jewish Holocaust survivors. In the early waves of COVID, most of the victims were seniors. And among those were, of course, Jewish seniors, although there are no official tallies on how many Canadian Jewish people have been lost so far to COVID. But at least 228 residents of Jewish nursing homes and Jewish retirement homes have died of COVID. That's according to data compiled by journalist Nora Lurito. The numbers will be higher, of course, if you count those who lived at home and then got sick and died in hospital. Nevertheless, for over a year now, McLean's magazine has been publishing stories of those who died of COVID in a project called They Were Loved. Daphna Eisenberg is the senior editor, and she joins me now. Hello, Daphna. Thanks for being here. Thank you very much. The McLean's They Were Loved project has a huge database, obviously, of names of Canadian COVID victims whose stories you are telling. And I have to say, full disclosure, I know this because some of my journalism students at Centennial College in Toronto wrote some of them. Have you been given any insights by looking at all the lists into the losses that the Jewish community in Canada has faced? We have a master sort of list of names that's very much incomplete at this moment. We have almost 300 published obituaries at this point. Uh, There are many Jewish people among them. So I expect the, um, the bigger list has many more. Now, you got your list of names, obviously, by literally checking the funeral home announcements from, paper, from Papermans in Montreal, Benjamins in Toronto, and um, predominantly Jewish long-term care homes that must have had COVID outbreaks, right? Like Baycrest and Maimonides, and uh, in Hamilton, we had Shalom Village. But like the Holocaust, numbers of dead are hard to understand until you tell the individual stories of those that we lost. Can you tell us about some of the Jewish people you came across in your project that stood out to you? Yeah, there are two um, that I've read. The, the, the one, the earlier one um, is a woman who, I guess she was, I'm looking at her obituary now. She was 96. Her name was Eva Rodin. And she, um, she came from Czechoslovakia. I think back then it was still called Czechoslovakia. And she went through several concentration camps, um, as did her husband. So I think she met her husband, Ruda, is his name. His name is in the obituary, um, during the Nazi occupation. And um, I'm going to read a little bit from this obituary. Soon after, Eva and her mother received a letter saying they were to be transported east. Ruda hadn't received his deportation notice, but promised Eva he would find a way to get onto her train. 
Ruta kept his promise. He went to the Gestapo's office and lied to the Nazis, telling them that Eva was pregnant. They let him join her on the train to Theresien, a ghetto and concentration camp in the Czech Republic. Eva's parents and Eva's father were also sent to Theresien. And anyways, the story goes on. In 1944, Ruta was transferred to, I've never heard of this concentration camp, Sachsen, Sachsenhausen. Am I pronouncing that correct? Um, shortly after, Eva went through a selection process to be sent to Bergen-Belsen. The British liberated Bergen-Belsen in April 1945. And then, anyways, Ruta came and found her at the camp. He had been looking for her, and he came and found her. So this is an like, amazing like love story between these two people who went through every horror imaginable of the Holocaust and somehow f like found each other again and, and moved, I think they went through Europe, but eventually wound up in Montreal and had a family um, and did amazing things. So are there any others that stood out to you? Nicole Tessier, this is a woman who died in Montreal when she was 78. And um, she married a man named Bernard Rosen. One of the people who was interviewed for this obituary was her, her grandson, Zach. And Zach told um, this story about how she would take him to get groceries. And there was this one day where um, he was seven years old. The weather was great. Light streamed in through the sunroof and he was mesmerized by the view. She said, stand up. So I stood up and she was holding on to me, Zach says. My entire body, upper body, as far as I could get up, was out of the car, my arms up in the air like I'm on a roller coaster, and she's playing music and laughing, asking, how is it? And don't tell your parents. Like, I'm even crying reading it. It might be said, Daphna, that, you know, what you are doing at McLean's could be described as chesed uh, shel emet, the Jewish custom of doing good deeds for the dead that they can't pay you back for, which is the highest kindness that a person can do. I hadn't thought about it being, you know, for the person who can no longer speak. But now that you say that, I, I think that that is such a huge part of it, too. Well, that's all we've got the time for today. Thanks so much, Daphna Eisenberg, for telling us about the They Were Loved project. Thank you so much. All of the obituaries will be published online, and some of them are included in the print magazines every month. If you would like to submit a loved one's name and story, you can send it to theywereloved at mcleans.ca. If you want to look at the project, go to www.mcleans.ca slash theywereloved. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. You can still register for Liberation 75. The website is liberation75.org. I'm Ellen Besner. You can reach me at ebesner at thecjn.ca. And we'll close with a little more of the Tahora concert from Liberation 75. Songs from Jewish lyricists and musicians from pre-war Germany, all up to the founding of the State of Israel. Salul Kayak